0: Hey, Dr. Frank Avila here, and before we get started on this super special episode, I wanted to make sure you know to go check out your new freebie, The Weight Care Guide. This is a little mini manual on the basics of how I treat weight that is going to get you started thinking about the right journey for you and exploring how to have good long-term results with weight loss. So that's my little freebie for you. If you go to the Dr. Frank Avila show, you can go ahead and check that Okay, now for the show. Hello, and welcome to the Doctor Frankavilla Show. I'm your host, Doctor Carolyn Frankavilla board-certified family physician and diplomate the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I've been helping patients lose weight to treat and prevent medical problems for the last 10 years, and I'm taking what I've learned from them to you. In this podcast, you will learn the science behind why you struggle with your weight and what to do about it, tips for common challenges, work to fight bias about what a healthy weight really is, and improve your relationship with food and your body. Please remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is meant to be informational in nature only, not medical advice. Please seek out care from your physician for your specific needs. Okay, let's get started. Hello. And welcome to a very special episode of the Dr. Frank show. This episode is special because today we are celebrating one year of the podcast. There is something I learned from one of my mentors who has her own successful podcast and lots of other businesses. And she taught me to celebrate myself. And I think this is really powerful. And so this may be something you want to try doing because as we get to be adults and we grow up, people don't really give you like trophies or medals or grades people don't celebrate you or reward you that often. So we have to learn how to celebrate ourselves. So this episode is a celebration of the last year of this podcast. We are going to review the weight care eight, which we started our very first episode with and go back to those and talk about how we covered those topics this year and why they're important. And thank you for joining me on this journey. For those of you who only listen to the podcast, you're going to want to check out my Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube where you can watch these podcasts as well. Because in this episode, I am wearing a very special dress to celebrate. It is pink. It is sparkly. It is covered in sequins. And I feel a tiny bit silly because I am sitting in my office alone wearing this fabulous party dress. But I got this dress for Christmas last year and I've only gotten a chance to wear it once. I wore it uh, in Las Vegas, which is a really perfect place to wear a pink sparkly dress. And I figured if I can't wear this dress to celebrate the one-year anniversary of this podcast know when I'm going to wear it again. So check it out because it is fabulous. You can hear all my little sequins here. Uh, if you're just listening to the podcast and it is that Dr. Francovilla shade of pink, it is, it is super fun. So check it out. So thank you for celebrating with me and, um, The first thing that I want to celebrate is how many downloads this podcast has had. So I checked just before I came on and it was 19,332 downloads in the past year. And this episode's a little bit delayed when you'll hear it. So I think by the time you guys are listening to this, I will be over 20,000 downloads of this show. So Thank you so much to my listeners for clicking play and listening to my advice. Thank you for sharing it with your patients, with your friends. Um, And I hope that you will join me for a second year of this show. I have some super cool guests already lined up and um, there is a new med that is coming out in the next month or so. So really exciting stuff that we are going to have to talk about. So Some exciting things as I took a reflection of what has happened for me in the last year that I wanted to celebrate and let you know that I've done, I got to give some presentations on obesity care this year at some conferences. I spoke at the Obesity Medicine Association, which I've done for most of their meetings since 2019. And this one was a real fun talk where I talked about CrossFit. Um, My friend, Steph, who's a CrossFit coach at the gym I train at, came with me and we really taught doctors and other clinicians how to incorporate movement with their patients. It was so fun. And I was really proud to kind of turn exercise on its head a little bit. At the conference, because a lot of times we talk about our patients who are trying to lose weight, like they can't exercise, or like they can't do really intense exercise. And a lot of my patients are tremendous athletes, they can run faster and longer than I can. Most of them can lift way more weight than I can, which they proved to me on a regular basis at the CrossFit gym. So that was a really cool talk to just remind people that athleticism is not tied to a certain body type or body size. I also got invited to be a keynote speaker for an osteopathic medicine conference, where I got to talk about updates in obesity medicine and deep dive on the medications with those physicians up in Iowa. And so that was super cool too. And then I've had the opportunity to be an author on two different journals in our journal for obesity medicine called Obesity Pillars, one where I talked about comprehensive care of patients with obesity. I was really proud to be part of that article because if you guys have been listening, to this podcast, you know, I am all about making sure weight is treated in a comprehensive way, meaning we're not just using a med. We're not just telling people to use diet and exercise. We're looking for underlying causes. We're making sure that we are looking for eating disorders. We're making sure that we are doing everything with a goal of health and mind. So really proud to have a position statement from my organization that I helped write on that. And then another article about prior authorizations and sort of creating a template to try to help clinicians get these medications into the hands of their patients, because there's a lot of red tape with our newer anti-obesity medications. And so trying to do some constructive stuff there. In my Smart Goals podcast, I talked about one of my goals for 2023, which was to be able to do the splits. I am not there yet. I am still working on it. I have two months left and I may have gotten a little um, overconfident in how quickly I could learn to do the splits and not put as much effort in. So we'll see, we'll see. This is a reminder to me, I'm gonna get those splits by the end of the year. Uh, Other cool things that have happened for me in the last year, I created my mini course for clinicians. And so that is up on my website. I still have my 13 hour, super in-depth, comprehensive obesity course called the Obesity Medicine Startup Course and Toolkit. And I also have a course uh, that's much shorter, about two and a half, three hours in length for people who just want to do a little bit of this in their practice. So I discovered at my last conference that I have tons of doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, PAs who listen to this show. So if you have not checked out my courses, you can see those at the website, helpyourpatientsloseweight.com. I hired this year, the most phenomenal nurse practitioner. Her name's Danny. Um, I've been bugging her to join me on the podcast. It turns out some people are shy and don't like to um, be recorded while they talk, but I'll get her on at some point. And she's been a huge asset to my team. And I've gotten all the other docs at my clinic to also start treating obesity, they've all taken my course and they are all now doing this as well. So that's a great transition because I don't think I've ever said like where people can reach out if they wanna see my team, even though we've shared that for all the guests on the podcast. So my clinic is Colorado Weight Care. It's part of my family practice Green Mountain Partners for Health. And you can find us in the Denver area, but we can treat patients all throughout Colorado. And one of our docs can see patients in Texas. So if you are not someone who already has a clinician that you are working with, you can check us out at coloradoweightcare.com. Okay. So those are some of the highlights for me this year in this celebratory episode. So, A lot of times when it's a a celebration or a party, uh, there will be gifts. And so I want to announce to you that I have a gift for you. So I have created the weight care guide. This is what it looks printed out. And this is a starter guide if you are really trying to reset yourself on why losing weight is important how complicated it is, and starting to dip your toe into long-term solutions instead of quick diets and things like that. So it's going to kind of go through the overarching things I talk about on the podcast. It has a few activities for you to work through. And I have the feeling it is going to be part of something bigger. Now that I know I can write, uh, I'm going to write some more. But in here at the very end, you will find the Weight Care 8 And I kind of wanted to go through these today as a reminder, because these are really the core things. These are the core topics I cover on the podcast. These are the core principles I keep in mind when I am treating my patients. And so I think that it would be like a great time for us to review these. So the Weight Care 8 are the things that I use as guiding principles. And the first one is that people can be healthy at different sizes. And I think this is really, really important for us to remember because this is all about And so while BMI is a screening tool and the higher that BMI gets, the more likely it is someone's going to have health problems related to their weight. There's no guarantee that your weight is not impacting you just because it's normal on that chart. You could have a lot of weight around your belly or have genetics that makes you more susceptible. And you may um, still be at a BMI of 32 or 40, but you can hike and your blood work looks great and you feel great and you may not need to lose weight. So I have a great episode. Um, on uh, moving past BMI. And I think this is just, this highlights it in, in one simple sentence, which is that people can be healthy at different sizes. Weight care principle number two is to put health first. If you are making a change, is it helping you live longer or live better? So the goal with this is to move away from like crash diets or crazy intense exercise programs or medications that I'm sorry, not medications, but like supplements and things that are not really about health that maybe don't have good evidence or are not sustainable. The big challenge we've seen this past year is this crazy influx of so-called, I'm putting air quotes compounded peptides or compounded semaglutide. And it's a really misleading term because compounding makes it sound like the pharmacies have legal access to a generic version of the medication that they can combine into a compounded substance. But in reality, the only way to get medications like semaglutide is the brand name of a Zempic or Wagovi. Same thing with Trizepatide; You can only get that as brand name Manjaro and then whatever else they may call it when it comes out for weight here soon. So You know, the compounded peptides to me are an example of not putting health first. We don't know what's in them. They're not regulated. And you're better off choosing something that we know is safe and that is aligned with health. I'm a huge champion for medications, but we need to use safe, regulated ones. But other examples might be crash diets, diets that are not balanced, exercise programs that are not sustainable. Those are all examples of not putting health first. Weight care principle number three is whatever you do to lose weight, you have to keep doing. And this is so key because if you pick a nutrition plan, or you pick an exercise plan, or you pick a medication that you know, you're not going to be able to do for forever, for whatever reason, then you should readjust your plan. So if you are only doing say a Zimpic for a few months and you're paying cash for it, and you know, you can't afford it long-term, you're very likely to regain that weight. If you're doing a crash diet and you know that you won't do it forever, you know, you couldn't even dream of doing it forever. You're probably going to regain all the weight from it. You've probably done that before, right? So keep. Keep in mind, whatever you do to lose weight, you have to keep doing. And at some point you'll stop losing weight from it. You have to keep doing the same thing just to maintain. Weight care principle number four is about progression and not perfection. So progress, not perfection. I think this is so key. We have to give ourselves grace. So, you know, I have everyone shoot long-term for 300 minutes of exercise, but if right now you do no formal exercise and you go to doing 20 or 30 minutes a week, well, that's what we call progress, right? So we can't be perfect. Nutrition. Nutrition is the prime example of progress, not perfection, right? Eating a perfect diet every single day, we don't even know what that is for people. It's probably different for different people. And it's unrealistic to expect yourself to stick to that. In fact, if you truly are sticking to an exactly perfect diet every day, you know, I would suggest that that might be somewhat disordered eating because to have that degree of strictness over your food is abnormal, to be honest. So all of this is about progress, not perfection. All right, weight care rule number five, there is no right way of eating. We do not have sufficient evidence to say what is the best diet to lose weight. We do not have sufficient evidence to say what is the best diet to live the longest. We do not have sufficient information to say what is the best diet to live your best life every day. And likely it's going to be a little different for different people. There are foods that I know my body doesn't agree with, so I don't eat them. They may be perfectly fine foods for someone else. I know that if I eat certain ways, I am likely to gain weight. And so everyone has to figure that out, but I certainly don't people tell my patients to eat just like me I help them figure out what makes sense for them, what's sustainable for them, what makes them feel good, what helps them maintain their weight, right? So there is no one right way of eating. Anyone who is telling you like they have the nutrition solution and this is the only way to eat, they just, that's the only way that works for them and for some of the people they know. But certainly there is no one right way of eating. Okay. Okay. Weight care rule number six is that exercise is something that is good for all of us to live longer and live better, but it should not feel like punishment. So if you are exercising as a way to reward yourself later with food or as a punishment because you ate something... Get rid of that mentality that is not serving you. That's part of the diet culture that really is not serving long-term goals. So if you focus on exercise because it's good for you, you focus on exercise because hopefully you enjoy it. You focus on exercise because you feel better mentally or physically afterwards. That is going to be so much more powerful. Please don't tie your exercise to calories unless you are training for some athletic event where you really need to micromanage your nutrition. Exercise and nutrition really can generally be separated. Your body's pretty good at adapting. So again, unless you're like training for a marathon or something, you probably don't need to tie the calories you're eating to exercise. Exercise because it's good for yourself, not as punishment and not so that you can eat something later. Weight care principle number seven is to be nice to yourself. It is not your fault. I promise. No matter how many times you've told yourself it is or someone else has told you your weight is your fault, it's not. One of the key things I like to do when I work with my patients is try to figure out an underlying cause. And as you've heard me talk about multiple times on this podcast, the underlying cause everyone has happened is that when you start to diet and lose weight, two things happen. One, your metabolic rate, how many calories you burn will go down. The second thing is that hunger will go up and satiety or fullness will go down. So as you lose weight, as you diet and exercise, your metabolic rate goes down and your desire to eat goes up. So that's why it's really, really hard to sustain. And then we layer on lots of other causes on top of that. Diabetes, insulin resistance, sleep apnea, depression, binge eating, alcohol use, microbiome, genetics. There is so many other things at play with why people struggle. And so I promise no matter how much you have convinced yourself or someone else has convinced you, it is not your fault. It's biology and weight care principle or rule number eight is that medication or surgery is not cheating. Okay, We just talked about how your weight is not your fault. That doesn't mean don't do anything. It doesn't mean there's nothing to be done. It just means that beating yourself up is not going to get you there, and so addressing the underlying biology is. And so if lifestyle has not been enough for you, lifestyle, meaning exercise, diet, habits, those sorts of things have not worked, like they don't work for the majority of people, then using a medication or getting a surgery or procedure that's approved and studied is a really reasonable solution and life-changing for so many people. All right. So those were the weight care eight. Again, people can be healthy at different sizes. Put your health first. Whatever you do to lose weight, you have to keep doing. Progress, not perfection. There's no one perfect diet. Exercise should be about health, not punishment. Be nice to yourself. It's not your fault, it's biology. And medication and surgery are not cheating. So those are the weight care eight. And those are just one of the tools that you can get for yourself in my new little freebie guide that you can get on the website. So that is the weight care guide. And it has some other information. And it is just such a great place to start. You could also pass it on to like a friend or loved one if they just don't get uh, your struggles or don't get what medical weight loss is about. And maybe they'll understand it a little bit more coming from somewhere else. So, if you go to the Dr. Franca Villa show, you can get a copy of this for yourself. Just put your name in, email, and then bam, you'll get it sent to your email. So, you have a copy of this PDF for yourself. And again, I really hope that this is the beginning of something bigger. So, Thank you so much for joining me on this anniversary episode. It has been such a fun year making this show. I always say in teaching, we learn. And so this has been such a learning opportunity for me, not just to learn about social media and podcasting, but you know, I have to go look at articles, find evidence, find proof, get to talk with amazing experts and learn things myself. So this has been such a fun journey for me. Uh, I can't wait to share uh, the next year of podcasts with you. Again, some awesome guests coming up, new medications coming out. And I think that it is going to be an awesome year. And until next week, take care. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Frank Avila Show, where we learn about all things related to weight and health. If you love this podcast, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. If you have a topic about weight and health you want me to tackle, head over to the website, thedrfrankavillashow.com to submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Take care.